Worldwide. Welcome again to Relative Reaction. Hello, hello. As always, I'm your host, Travis. I'm Mama Brian. And we thank you so much for joining in and letting us infiltrate your day and your hearing pleasures with us. Thank you, as always, for uh, listening in, like I said, for another week. It means the world twist that you want to click on over. You know, every week we get these you know these these repeat listeners and it just it never gets old never. no matter how many times you see it and how much the numbers are there every week every week it's still like holy shit people people are listening like on purpose they're they didn't accidentally click they like me they really <laughs> like me and that means the world to us something else that also means the world to us is y'all talking yep. uh, we love our kinfolk Make sure that you are hitting us up on our Facebook, our Twitter, our, our, our email, relativereaction2018 at gmail.com. Try my best to post those links in the descriptions. And if you click over where you're listening, you'll be able to contact. If you Google Relative Reaction Pod for any reason, all of them show up. Yes. I mean, we are out there. We love to hear from you guys. And you're probably thinking, what, what do I have to, to say? Anything. Right. We just want to hear from you. We want to hear what did you think of the stories we were talking about. Sometimes we go through some crazy stories. Uh, maybe there was something that you had your own opinion on. We're all about go. the different opinions, too. I don't want you to think that it has to be just our story. I, I do my best to only put just the facts into my story and just kind of jokes and not sway one way or another. Um, but... It's inevitable that anytime you read a story, you kind of seem to, you know, falter on one line. Uh, if you have something, tell us. We're open. Yes. We try to be very open-minded. Uh, if you have an idea for whether it be a package, thoughts, songs, anything like that, let us know. If you have an idea for a new segment or maybe you're like, I'm oh, my God, I can listen. Y'all can tell me when you're wrong. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, I'm also game for I, I get it. Sometimes I don't want you to be sitting here listening going, man, I hate when they do this shit every week. Let us know. That's the only way things are ever going to change and hopefully get even even better for you. So, And then because I know you do love us, if you want to really help us out and go above and beyond, go on to iTunes or Apple Podcasts or Podbean or whatever the hell you listen to, Spotify, Go to wherever the little rating system is and give us that five stars and a comment, and that helps us so much on the business level. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Don't worry about your comments on there. They don't really mean shit, just that there's a comment and a five star. Yep. If you really want to get into cool, in-depth conversations, go over to our Facebook or Twitter email, something like that. There you go. Um, but that kind of shit helps us out so much. And now that we got all the the basics, the the blah 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 is out of the way and all that fun shit. Let's get into it. How was your week? We'll start out there. Good. I had a good week. Good, good week. Um, I'm starting to wonder, did we finally get spring? I think it's here for a couple days, but I hear snow is inevitable. Really? Again? Yes. I, that shows you how much I look out in advance. I don't. I just <laughs> I look advance I enough of I open the window before Sunday. I walk outside to go to work, and I'm like, huh, all right. And that's basically how far I make it. Yeah, I think Sunday is the snow day. Because I was really thrown aback by the fact that we just had snow, not but four days ago, maybe. Mm -hmm. And yeah, because it was it was like Friday and the Saturday or something. It was recent, 
And now we're sitting here with beautiful weather. I mean, it's getting up to like 70, 68. It's only dropping down to like 55. Like it's actually staying beautiful. I'm like, holy shit, did we get like good weather finally? <laughs> Is spring really coming? No. Is that like it's sorrow letter to me for making me lose an hour of sleep? Because God knows I hate that shit. Uh, is quite I definitely honestly, like my sleep. Quite honestly, probably my least favorite day of the year. And I don't even know what day it falls on all the time. I just know it's going to be my least favorite because I'm losing an hour of sleep. And that, I'm not a fan of. Nah. <laughs> nah. Uh, I think me and, me and my wife played Mario Party. She's never played before. <laughs> so it's been a learning experience. I've never played. We have a Switch. So we're playing. I've never played on the Switch or anything. But I've played Mario Parties. She hasn't even done that. And it got absolutely hilarious the other day of us trying to play and battle each other in Mario Party. I was thinking it's going to get violent. Hey, this shit gets serious because neither of us like to lose. No, no, you get your competitiveness from me. Your dad's like, eh, win or lose. I'm like, to hell with it, I'm winning. Oh, yeah, and we're both the same way. It's not, you don't just win. You try to win it by as much as possible. That's right, man. You win it, do a victory lap, rubber noses in it. So when I'm you sorry. got that just two people like that battling each other, it's a quiet house, and it's suddenly getting real tense in there because it's coming down to, like, you know, seconds in between things and dice rolling on. We're, we're getting a little violent in there. We're, we're, we're yelling out some things that are probably going to be sorry for later. Uh, even as a, even when you were a kid, I wasn't one of those parents that was like, you know, let the kid win. I was hell like, no. I didn't win shit until I was like 13. <laughs> you gotta strive to win. I'll be damned if I'm just giving it away. <laughs> so we've been doing that, but it's it's been fun. Like we have fun with it, and it's that's good. It's amusing. <laughs> uh, I I heard some. There's been a lot of crazy stories out there this week, and I ain't talking about no COVID nineteen coronavirus shit. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I got a care. case of Corona. I wish I did, man. <laughs> You get off of work for that, they can't fire you. You're going to get a job after. Like, they can't. Just go to a liquor store and buy one, and you go in your work and say, hey, I got a case of Corona. Yeah, but I don't like that. Oh, all right. All I don't right, like Dad. Corona. Coronas are nasty. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's not a good beer. Uh, but other crazy shit that's been happening is, like, for instance, this guy who is, I think he's in the military or works with the military. I'm not really sure. But he's stationed overseas. He's stationed over in Italy. Him and his wife are having their first child. And he spent over 200 bucks to ship dirt from Texas over. So that way his son would be born on Texas soil. Oh, okay. What the fuck, Texas? Why are y'all so goddamn weird? <laughs> like, that's all he cared about. He just, he literally spent all that money to get dirt over. Just so he can have Texas dirt. That's weird. Okay. Great. Super. Like, super. I don't get it. I don't. I don't. I could think of so many better things you could buy, especially with the new baby, other than you know melon dirt. I'm just saying, it's just me. What? And maybe one of the listeners from Texas are going to have to help us out. What is the fascination with that state? They have. 
very they have very, like this super loyal to like yes they're they loyalists have very to their much state. a pride in their their state they definitely do and i don't get it i don't know i mean I i'm know. i'm proud of georgia like you know that's that's my home but okay like it's it's just it's just that it's like i'm proud to say oh yeah i'm from georgia you know i grew up in south georgia I got no problem saying I'm from PA, but I'm not gonna. But that's it, like that. That's you know. That's the extent of it. Someone wants to talk to me about it. Oh, I'll talk for hours about it. You want to mail me something from Pennsylvania? Let's talk pierogies. To hell with third. Oh hell yeah! There's all kinds of things that I miss <laughs> from home and unique things that I want to tell people and show people about. But it's, I don't know. I feel like Texas takes it up another level. They do. They definitely got. got it's a, almost a weird level. It's, a, it's like a very it goes weird from pride really pride to very creepy. And I would say they have it more than any other state. Oh yeah, I couldn't think of another state like that. No. The next one that comes close is maybe California. People get pretty proud when they're on the coast of California. I don't know. That's usually still, a bad thing. Usually when I hear somebody say we're from California, I'm like, oh, sorry. I don't but know what it's else not, to say. <laughs> I still don't think it's anything even half to Texas. No. They're just the only other one I can think of that's, like, close to a lot of people have state pride with California. Oh, that's, that's the only other one I can think it's even even really rings a bell. Yeah. Because it's not like New York people are proud of that. They're either from New York City they're proud of. Right. Like, okay. oh, I'm from New York City. Yeah, you never you'll hear, hear anybody people like, say I'm proud to be from Chicago. Any people super proud of, like, New York. Oh, where are you at? Upstate. Right. I know people from upstate, but it's not like it's not that same pride. Right, right. I don't know. It's weird. What the fuck's up with the All-Texas? <laughs> weird as hell. Um, another thing that happened this week is there was, like, a trifecta of, of crime craziness. My kind of trifecta. Yeah. It's a menage en toi. Menage en toi. <laughs> Uh, there was one came from Louisiana. Louisiana? Yeah. A uh, driver got pulled over, and they – I can't remember what they got pulled over for. I think it was something basic. It was just like a basic trash stop. It wasn't anything major. Mm-hmm. Um, however, they took a the, – the, it was so bad the cops took a picture of their license plate. <laughs> they had one of the little tags there. And it was expired, and you're thinking, oh, wow, a year or two, whatever. No, 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 97 is when the plate expired, September of 1997. So they're running a little behind. They got an appointment, don't worry. Yeah. And they, I guess their only answer was, sorry, I've been busy lately and totally forgot. That's what they, they gave the, that's what they told the officer. So you I've forgot been, for what would that be, 13 years? 20. 13, 20, 17. So yeah, okay. Yeah, twenty years. Great, great. Like okay. they legit, I, I. That's ballsy to go. I mean, I, well, I've been busy lately. I totally forgot. I have kids that are younger than your license plate. That's um, like, that's a good excuse. I don't think it's gonna go far. No, I don't think they uh they bought it too well. Only in Louisiana. Well, then you go over in Oklahoma, oh. and they had a gal. That got pulled over during a traffic stop. Again, normal traffic stop. This is what I'm saying. Like, it's it's been crazy shit. <laughs> I feel bad for these poor cops. You know they're just on a normal day and then stuff like this is happening. Uh, they pulled this person over for speeding, which nothing out of the ordinary, whatever. Um, and then in the passenger seat, they found close to a pound of meth plus scales and baggies all inside the car. And that's not where the weird part is. It's, I mean, it's the Midwest after all. Was it seat belted in? 
No, they oh, found okay. a baby squirrel in her purse. Like alive? Yeah. With a dropper of baby formula and all. Oh. The, the baby formula was for baby... F dropper was for baby formula, not for meth. I mean, you're not... No, no, that was for the crazy squirrel. crazy-ass squirrel guy. My <laughs> <laughs> God, I hope that'd be... No, that's like, bad. Gonna score me some nuts! Um, the, uh, she told officers her son found the squirrel when he was working at his tree trimming job. So she was just trying to nurse it back. I mean, I guess she's a sweet meth head, right? Yeah. There's that. The uh, the game warden obviously took control of the squirrel to help out. Well, and who's going to teach the squirrel about good dental hygiene? Not a method. And then help to warn them about how bad it is to take in live animals without notifying the warden because you could fuck them up worse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially when you have a pound of meth sitting next to it. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> chances are you probably aren't the best at it. Uh, and then the last one I want to go to is actually real close to us. I'm going to bring it right up in here into the same county that we live in. Way. Yeah. Same uh -oh. county that we live in in Pennsylvania here. I'm scared. Uh, a local man who is on a five-day crystal meth binge Damn. broke into his neighbor's home to chase a dog. Oh. Terry Lee Murphy was locked up um, after he went on a drug-fueled episode in a city right near us. Uh, he entered the victim's residence unwanted and unannounced. Uh, and that's how it all started. He said he was chasing a demon dog from Satan and Jesus will save them. He began choking the victim and her 14-year-old son while screaming, praise God. Okay. He ran out of the house, was confronted by the neighborhood. They didn't even say the neighbors. They literally put in the article, he was confronted by the neighborhood, which is some small town shit right there. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, and they surrounded Mr. Murphy until the state police got there. Uh, the only and the only reason he ever escaped, by the way, is because while he was in the middle of choking them and all, the man that lived there grabbed him and literally threw him out of the door, <laughs> like some fresh Prince of Bel Air DJ Jazzy Jeff style throw out the door. So a five day binge. He was on a five day crystal meth binge. He hadn't slept in six days or eaten in six days either. Even when the police just, got here, he was wow. giving them a hard time uh, at the hospital because at that rate, you you got you got to take him in first. Yeah. Um. He began foaming at the mouth and cl claimed to be speaking in tongues. Oh, oh, yeah. And that was from here. Yeah. Wow. Damn. That was from just up the road where we live. So if there's a realtor out there, I'd <clears throat> just like to throw my name out there. <clears throat> another county, another state. Yeah. That's not far from wow. us at all. Wow, at least I wow. Thankfully, it wasn't in our town. Well, that's that's good. That's a good thing. <laughs> but God only knows where he would have ended up. He doesn't know where the hell he was. Hell no, he don't. Friday, he don't know where he's at, what time it is. He don't even. He know hadn't slept or eaten he's in on six Earth. days. You know that's funny when you think about it. Because sleep deprivation is a way to torture people. Yeah. But when you're on the good shit, man. Who no. needs sleep? Sleep's for the weak. 
I need sleep. I like sleep. And what scares me is, is I deal with the general public of this county. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And I deal with wackos like that all the time. <laughs> That's the scary part. Glad it's you and it's not me. But I did want to bring uh, the, the wonderful little trifecta crime, crime, crime craze. See, I had a cool name and I can't say this shit. <laughs> there, before we kicked in too much in the episode. It's none of those were, you know, large enough information to really be stories on, except for, uh, oddly, the one that had the most information was the very last one that's local to us. Still, uh, that's awesome tidbits there. I like it. But just, it was a weird, weird week in that world. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Uh, but beyond that, I haven't, like I said, everything else has been pretty, pretty par for the course for me this week. Uh, been trying to figure out what the hell's happening with the Penguins. Mm. We had two really bad losses back to back. Not a fan of that. No. Um, no. Getting ready for baseball, because that should be coming up at the yeah. end of this yeah. month. Because when is first pitch this year? Isn't it like the 29th this month or something? It's, yeah, it's this month. I don't I know, know it's at the end of this month, because they, yeah. last, last year it was... The beginning of April and it was a later start and this year it's back to it times out like the end of March I think it's like the 29th or something like that is um, I, I'm hoping all the predictions are wrong and that my pirates will actually at least 500 I'll be honest I never even listen to the predictions I gotta I gotta see the team play a couple games and then Make start sure. start thinking of things I can't take worth what their team is and isn't and spring training is and isn't. I, I have to see, I have to watch them play in the season, not spring break games, like I ha or spring training games, not spring break. Um, <laughs> spring training is, I mean, like, I have to watch them play for a week or two in the regular season to see what they're going to play like before I can make any, any bold predictions. And even yeah. then at the early, it's still bold, but I'm at least willing to kind of listen and, and watch them then. Right. But I gotta see them play first, because I have no idea what the predictions even are for the Braves right now. If I'm being honest, good, bad, or different. I don't know. I read up, but it was mostly just bucko. Well, yeah, it's. If I were to read, I would be reading mostly Braves, because that's what I care about. <laughs> did we have any messages this time? We did, did actually. You, uh, bark out a little. Uh, over on our Facebook page, we had a comment saying, uh, great episode, That's talking about last world. week's episode, which, uh, if you have not listened to, was at least what I thought was absolutely hilarious last week. <laughs> it was Cannibal or uh, Horny was the title, and it just got funnier from there. It was Oh, yeah. If the last title doesn't had, grab you. Last week had wrong. some crazy shit in it yeah. from every angle possible. And it wasn't even all like one style story. It was just some crazy, crazy shit went on last week. Great episode. Um, but they just want to say great episode, which thank you. Uh, thank we appreciate you, thank it. You, thank you. Uh, they said, I agree with Travis on his number one song this week. And if anybody disagrees, I'll stab them in the butt, which I don't know what the violence is for. Ken Folk, try to be nice. Um, keep all of your butts stabbing, chugging, and fucking all to yourself. Hey, that's, if somebody wants to stab a butt, let him stab a butt. That's, that's different. I mean, that was a different thing to read. It was. You know, you don't often hear people getting stabbed in the butt. Well, there was that it's story. A, it might have been, yeah, last week, which yeah. I'm sure is where they're going off of that, where the dude was stabbing people in the it, butt yeah, with semen. in the butt, yeah, with and, syringes. And, and I mean, yeah. I don't think we need that that violence on our on our 
commentary. I remember that one story you had. It was an early episode about the guy who was injecting himself in his back. Was yes, to, uh, for pain. Yeah. He was told it, yeah. it would help relieve back pain or something. That was in England, I think. I can't even remember where I think it, was it was from. I just remember the story. What do you people got with syringes and semen? And I don't know, man. I and if you are going to stab someone in the butt for disagreeing, please don't fill it with semen. There you go. Although, you know what? I don't know. I'm not even going to go into that. Uh, but it was a damn good song. If you uh, remember last week, it was Don't Worry, Be Happy. I ended up hitting number one for the year of 88. Great, great song. But thank you for the comments. We do love them. And I, thank you, thank you. I do try to at least read something throughout the week, you know, a tweet, a comment, something like that. Some, some. Just to let you all know that we do read them. We read all of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, and speaking of Travis's tunes, we have this week's Chicago took the top spot to end the 80s, which can you believe we've already made it through these 10 episodes? I can't We're believe already that was at the end of the decade the 80s, already. Man. I freaking love the 80s music. Well, they took the, uh, the top spot at the end of the 80s with Look Away. Cold-hearted Paula Abdul was straight up all over the charts, which also kind of made me laugh because she was in the charts, I want to say, I think she had four top 100 songs for the year of 89. Yeah. And... I don't think there was any other year she was ever really in the top 100. Mm. Like, 89, she was there, and then... Okay. Uh, Guns N' Roses took us to Paradise City as they decided to give us a welcome to the jungle. Wild Thing, Tone Loke, taught us about that funky cold Medina. Funky cold Medina. Bobby Brown was all about my prerogative. Both Poison and White Lines slowed it down with Every Rose Has Its Thorn. And when the children cry, respectively, even bad English got into it with When I See You Smile. <sighs> Young MC was busy with Bust a Move, and the B-52s were heading to the love shack. Baby! You go right. Tin roof! No one knows that line means to this day, I don't think. <laughs> no. <laughs> Great White was once bitten twice shy, while Madonna was singing like a prayer. This year... It took some thinking, and there was a battle for uh, the decade of who my favorite song would go to for this to, to end out the decade. Like, I mean, this is who's it going to play? There was a battle. Would it be Aerosmith with "Love in an Elevator"? My favorite Michael Jackson song ever, "Smooth Criminal." Mm. Well, see, Alice Cooper was part of the final toss-up with "Poison," and it was close. I mean, I love that that Alice Cooper song, but Edge can get out just barely, I think was Edie Brickell with What I Am is my top pick for 1989. Oh, yeah. I think I seen her in about 90. I think it was 90, 91. I guess I thought it was right. Yeah. What I am is what I am. Yeah. Oh, I freaking love you, Edie. Underrated, I think. I agree. I loved her. (laughs) Well, 89 is a movie about the match of Liverpool versus Arsenal in 1989. Came out a couple years ago. All right. Pop song 89 is a song from R.E.M. In rugby, 89 is a phase following the scrum, which I guess is, I guess it's called that because it's like the eight position throws it to the nine position. Oh, okay. Or something of that effect. So it's, just, you know, called, you're doing, you know, the 89 or, I don't know. I, I wish don't I knew know more about too rugby. too much about <laughs> rugby. I know very, very, very little. 89 is one of the words censored on the Chinese internet, according to several sources. Oh, okay. I think it has to do with, um, I can't remember. In 89, there was a 
uh, like a show and a, a, I don't even know if it was like a full on riot or not about their government, like a little demonstration, you know, a show against force type thing. And that's was that not allowed to do that? The square. That the, yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Got that's it. That's the one. The that was in eighty nine. Yep. All right. Got it. Uh, lastly, eighty nine is the number of units of each color in Blockus, yeah. which is a fun little game. It is. Now, time to win this episode. Hit us with the first story. What do we got this week? We have the Foster Hotel. Oh, yeah, baby. At the Home Two Suites in Delberville, Mississippi. I don't know if I'm saying that wrong. Right God. Wrong. Is there a right way to sell, say Delberville. that? Delberville. How much more southern small can you get? Where do you live? Oh, I live out in Delberville. There's like no vowel. It goes D... L-B-E-R. How do you say that? Really? Yeah, it's D, and then they got that little, like, it's not an umlaut. We're not in German. Apostrophe? <laughs> yeah, like an apostrophe. <laughs> so it's like, Dilbervale. I'm in Dilbervale. Anyway. That is <laughs> Mississippi stupid. all messed up. What the heck? That's not even like Cajun speak, because that's Louisiana. Uh-huh. They usually need a translator. Okay. It is common for guests to leave with much, much more than just what they came with. The hotel is the first foster dog hotel. Really? Yeah. They sponsor one dog at a time, and guests are welcome to visit with the dog, play with a dog, take them for a walk. But most importantly, at the end of their stay, they are welcome to take them home. That's cool. Yes. You're uh, uh, even allowed to bring your dog in your hotel room at night. Like, if you want to see if you want this dog, you can bring it in at nighttime and have it sleep with you in your room. That's cool. That is one hell of a vacation, if you ask me. Hell yeah. I just, I love it, Mian. I'm just saying. So far, over 60 dogs have found forever homes from this program. Damn. Yes. It is so successful that... Uh, two other Hilton home to suites is also trying this and started the program and they hope to expand this program all over the U.S. So if you see any of these home to suites, give them, you know, That's a little really cool. heads up and be like, dude, y'all want to sponsor this. I mean, that is a cool, like, idea. Isn't it? a cool concept for one. They said it started out with... Uh, they own the hotel, and the hotel owner said that he notices a lot of people come, and they end up missing their pets while they're on vacation, which oh, yeah. I can attest to. I can definitely attest to that, both yes. me and my wife. So he thought he would bring in a dog from the shelter, and that would help people, you know, yeah. not miss Gives their him dog a great so home. much. Right. And it just bloomed into something huge. That is so cool. How, when did he start that? Like, how many years ago was it? It was just two years ago. So, so he's had over 60 dogs in those two 60 years. dogs are already that found their great. forever homes. Two other hotels of the same name, Home to Suites, which is owned by Hilton, uh, took it up. And I I think it is awesome. And if you own a hotel out there, do this. That is cool. If you could manage it, like, hell yeah. Yeah, you can walk the dog, play with the dog, visit with the dog. That is really Have it sleep in your room. I mean, this is awesome. That is, that's a really nifty idea. You go home with your luggage and a dog. Someone's definitely, he definitely had a genius, like, idea and concept. Yes. Start so like, what can I make of this? Like, 
That's really awesome. I love it. I just love how it all started with the idea of, you know, people coming and missing their dog water on vacation. Which is true. Oh, gosh, yes. I miss my baby unbelievably when I'm on vacation. Yes. Like I said, every time me and Carmen have went away, no matter where we're at, we end up talking about our dog and cats. Oh, yes. Throughout yes. the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. we truly do. Same. Me and Laird go, and we're talking about... You know, if Dozer was here, this would have happened. If Dozer was here, or Dozer would have liked this, Dozer would have liked that. Yeah. And you end up bringing home a suitcase full of treats just for them. Mm-hmm. We always, even, like, one or two of our trips haven't been, like, your stereotypical vacation where you're in a city, city type mm-hmm. thing. Even then, uh, if it's just, like, visiting friends, we're not, like, sightseeing, so there's, like, a cool right. thing to go. We will purposely find a pet store of some sort, right? To go get treats for him to bring home. Well, even not that they care, but like in our mind, we have to find something to take to home with them. We used to save uh, our dog Dozy used to love plastic water bottles. Oh yeah, chew on them and crunch them and have that noise. So we used to bring home empty water bottles for him from vacation, and he used to love it. Yeah, <laughs> he'd be like, "Yeah, sweet score." That's awesome. Well, I'm actually going to stick with the dog the dog theme for this All first right, story. if it's a good one, because if it's a bad one, you can't say it on this. You know that. You know how I feel. <laughs> you've, you've been the only one, I think, that has brought up bad animal stories. I don't even read them half the time because they make me too sad. They do. And you bring them up here. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with you. My first story is going to be Bark Wolf Arf. I like it. <laughs> Loving the title. Uh, Christina Hunger, who is 26 is a speech-language pathologist in San Diego. And she believes that everyone deserves a voice, and that's kind of like her model of why she went to speech speech pathology. Okay. Well, she works uh, with one- and two-year-old kids, many oh. who use adaptive devices to help kind of communicate. Sure. So she started thinking, and she wondered what would happen if she thought taught her two-month-old puppy named Stella to do the same. Stella... Which, if you listen, if you like comedy, Drew Lynch, hilarious comedian. His dog's named Stella. Stupid little facts. That's a Um, cute-ass dog, too. I've gotten to meet his dog. That's why I remember his dog's name. I've gotten to meet him and his dog. Got a picture with his dog. Uh, If dogs can understand words we say to them, shouldn't they be able to say words to us? Which is a great concept that she had in her mind. Um, So, upon her wondering and kind of, you know, wanting to to delve in and see what she could do. Her and her fiancé, Jake, started by simply creating a button that said outside. Because that's a pretty basic, easy one to t- teach. Is sure. Many people teach their dogs to ring a bell, paw mm-hmm. at the door, lay in a certain way, bark. Like, everybody has, like, a specific thing, and they, there's so many varieties. They thought right. that would be a great one to start with. So they made this little button that, you know, would say outside that's in a voice cool. every time he hit it. Well, after a few weeks, every time Hunger said outside, Stella looked at the button. Like, even if she was just saying it in a sentence, the second she would say that word outside, he immediately looked at the button, like, correlating the two. Oh, yeah, dogs definitely relate with words. So soon, Stella began to step on the button every time she wanted to go outside, and then they started adding more buttons. Like, ones that said eat, water, play, walk, no, come, help, buy, and I love you. Oh. Every day I spent time using Stella's buttons to talk with her, 
and teach her the words just as I would in a speech therapy session with children. Instead of rewarding Stella with a treat for using a button, we responded to her communication by acknowledging her message and responding accordingly. Stella's voice and opinions matter just like ours do now in our house. That is so cool. If Stella's water bowl is empty, she would say water. If she wanted to play tug of war, she would say play. If she even she even began telling friends bye if they put their jackets on, like they're going to the door and starting to put their jackets on, she would immediately run over to hit the button and say bye. Okay, that's cute. She was starting to get that concept of, you know, everything goes together. Um, she soon started to even learn how to combine certain buttons and to make almost phrases. Uh, like one afternoon, shortly after daylight savings, she began to say, eat at 3 p.m. <laughs> well, when hunger didn't respond with food, she said, I love you, no. She hit the I love you button and then hit the no button to say, I don't love you. I'm mad. I'm pissed. And get this. That would be your Then daughter. the dog walked out of the room immediately. Literally hit, I love you, no, and walked out the room. That would be your dog right there. Throwing a fit because yes. they wouldn't feed Stella an hour early. Your dog will throw a fit like nobody's business when she doesn't get away. Um, as of now, Stella has learned to use over 29 words and can combine up to five at a time to make a phrase or sentence. Holy. Isn't Damn. that cool? I wish there was a video of this. Yes. The way she uses words to communicate and the words that she's combining is really similar to like a two-year-old, if you oh, would sure. like yes. correlate it to that. Um, and she believes that her work has the potential to transform the bond between humans and dogs. I think it's important that – I think how important dogs are to their humans, mm -hmm. and I just imagine how much deeper that bond would be with something like this. That is cool as heck. And you can see she's – she has posted a couple small videos of, like, her asking to play with her ball outside. Um, you know, couple couple oddball things. So, uh, like, the one she posted uh, was five words, but it had, like, three different thoughts in it. So, again, very similar to you. She kind of kind of pieced things together. Uh, but she put water, good, no, eat, play. Hit all five of those buttons, which basically translated because this is right after they got back from a beach trip. Ah. So if you start piecing together timing, where where we were at, all this kind of thing, she was basically what it came down to is swimming was so fun, stop making dinner and take me back to play. Aww. She was basically saying, I like the water. Why do stop, we have to leave vacation? Stop eating. Let's go back. I want to play more. I'm, I'm not done. I want to keep going. Aww. So I had to bring that up because all I could think is I want to do this so, like, I wish, I want to try to learn from this person and really, really try to th figure out how to do this because I think that is so awesome <laughs> and you could create such an amazing, even more amazing bond than what you already have. With your doggy daughter's attitude, you're going to have to put some curse words in there. Well, she is my, <laughs> she is my kid. I, she is the sweetest dog, but I'm telling you, she has attitude issues. <laughs> She's a bitch. I love she her. She will throw a fit quicker than shit when she doesn't get her way. And I love it. That's part of what makes me just adore her. But when she is not ready to, uh, to conversate, to, she will let you know. Mm-hmm. She's very clear about it. <laughs> And I was also, what's funny is I was also kind of thinking of our one cat. 
Max has this wonderful thing that he does Max. every time. He's more like Dr. Seuss. You'd have to put up like rhyming words and shit for him. He's special. <laughs> he, every time, because they have like this like old three gallon like little water dish thingy the cats do. So it lasts about a day, two days, mm-hmm. depending on how much they drink out of Lucy's dish or not. Just how long it lasts. And if it gets empty, or like right before it gets empty, he gets mad at it. He will walk behind the dish, paw at it, knock it out because it like sits underneath their cat tree, like got this big cat tree, and the dish kind of sits on the bottom platform Shelf, of it. Yeah. Uh, he'll get behind it, between that and the wall, knock it out into the living room floor, paw it over, and then start walking over to you meowing. <laughs> like, uh, water. Water's empty. Water's water. empty. Need water now. Water. I want some water. Anybody here got water? I need water. <laughs> I also want y'all to know that there's multiple water dishes in our house. But that is his. That is his favorite one. <laughs> and they when do that have one, a favorite water dish. I can attest to this. And when that one falls out, or, I mean, runs out, he gets mad because none of the other water dishes can do besides that one for Max. <laughs> Wonder if you could teach a cat to use I don't words know. too. That'd be cool. That would be just cool. As I just like and that I idea. Am so your cat Gigi, all the words would be food related. Yeah. What you eating? What can I eat? You know, basic, mm-hmm. basic food. <laughs> I could do one for your dog. Just what are you doing? Yeah, that would be his. And he would, I would never do that to Dozer because he would just hit that button repeatedly for mm-hmm. like 24 hours straight. He would need two buttons. Which Hi, did? and Which what are you did? doing? Which did? Where are you going? You come back? Which did? Which did? That would be my dog. Oh, you can give him a third word. You can give him bed. Because once it gets dark, he wants bed. Yeah, that's true. So when he's awake, all you hear is, Hi, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Hi, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> yes. Until it got dark, and then all you hear is bed, bed, bed. Bed. <laughs> and usually it's we know when he's ready for bed anyway he'll pick up one of his toys mm-hmm. come over to you and squeak it and be like hey me and the toy we're ready for bed let's go which is why I think this is so awesome and I want I would love to be able to do this and I want to try to figure out how to do it that is, is cool because everybody knows how their like their dog's languages oh sure sure yes you know what I mean very much so when, when you are a true pet owner and you love your pets, you really understand certain, like, You niche can tell things. the difference in their barks. You can. Right. Like, for instance, with your dog, you know when he wants to go to bed. Mm-hmm. He makes it very clear, very evident, and you know exactly what he's saying at that point. With the exact way he walks, where he walks, what he has, you know, everything about it. With my dog, I can walk in and I know exactly whether she's been good, bad, missed, tired. Like, you just, I know certain things. Yeah. Like the one day, like the one day she was bad and shoot something up and it was something of my wife's. And we walked in together. Not that she doesn't love my wife. She does. She absolutely loves and is obsessed with my wife. She loves her mama. However, I had Lucy well before I ever even met my wife, let alone we were married and living together. Lucy's an older lady. I've had her since she's been seven weeks old. So well before there was ever me and a someone, let alone someone that lived with me and I was married to, she's been with me. So she always, if we walk in together, jumps on me first. It's just who, 
right. what she does. Now, she immediately jumps onto my wife right after and then goes back and forth and does this funny little circle thing that she likes to do. But that day, she didn't jump on me first. I thought that was weird. Turns out it's because she chewed something on my wife's up. And I, I thought it was so weird because usually even if she doesn't jump on me first, it's like real, real Before quick. Before you see what I did, Mommy, she like, I love you. But she wasn't coming up and saying hi to me. And she was saying hi. And I was like, that is so weird. And that's why. I'm like, yeah. all right. I see what you're doing. I love my dozy boy, but he'll usually go to his daddy first. That's, that's why I said. She always comes to me first and immediately to her. So I always that was already kind of weird. And then when she wouldn't say hi to me at all, I knew something was up. That was weird. Why are you not saying hi to me? I realized why. Because she wanted Carmen to go out in the living room and see. See what she had done. The best thing about your daughter is when she wants somebody's attention, like she can be sound asleep. In two seconds when she wakes up, she wants your attention right then, right there. She don't care what you're doing. So she will come over and either paw at your feet, your chair, whatever, with a little bit of a whine to it, just to let you know, hey, I'm here, pet my ears, do something, let me know you love me. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's my favorite thing with her. Yes, she will. And it's not like for anything particular. It's not for I have to go outside or no. I have to. She just wants your attention. attention. Right <laughs> I no love it. <laughs> anyway, enough with... All the wonderful pet stories, because I could go on for oh, hell episodes yeah. talking about my wonderful pets. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Let's yes, go into I package thoughts. Away. We're package thoughts. We got milk. I'm not, I don't know how you pronounce this. M-I-L-K-I-T-A. Milkita? Milkita? Milkita, maybe? Milkita? Well, anyway. Like the E sound? Cause there's, Milkita. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure either. Anyway, it's, it's this chocolate shake candy it sounds like i'm excited to try tiny bites of these uh, because of this flavor we happen to have chocolate shakes they're supposed to take taste like a chocolate shake but they're gluten-free they're loaded with calcium they're low in sugar so it's like you know you really shouldn't have that shake because shakes are loaded with calories and all the calcium and all the sugars that that's in it. Oh, These yeah. These little things are supposed to be like the healthy alternative huh. to a shake. They come in five different flavors. Chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, banana, and honeydew. I would like to Ooh, try that that'd one. that'd be an interesting one. I, I want to try the banana. Yeah, I know you do. I actually, when I seen banana, I was like, oh, let's try this. Ooh, they smell really good. They smell like a Tootsie Roll. Yeah, they do. That is yes. what you, you are right. Smell they smell like a tootsie, like a tootsie roll. roll. I'm not getting much of a milkshake. No, I'm... I think it tastes like a Tootsie Roll. Yeah. I think it's funny because you were like, oh, it smells like a Tootsie Roll. Yeah. That is 100% what I got. I got mm-hmm. straight Tootsie Roll, which isn't yeah. a bad thing. Like, I somebody, love Tootsie Rolls. No, I like Tootsie Rolls. But if somebody were to give you this and you just popped it in your mouth, you'd be like, oh, thanks for a Tootsie Roll. Yeah. I would be like, oh, that's weird. Tootsie Rolls are square now. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I would say. And I don't know if maybe just because I was thinking chocolate shake, and it says candy, but in my mind it meant chocolate piece. So I guess part of me was expecting like a little square of chocolate. Oh. Huh. Which, again, is just because I don't know how to read all the way through. I don't and know. I, get that. I mean, it, but it, it was... like I said, if you like Tootsie Rolls, it's not bad, but why not just go out and get Tootsie Rolls? It might be healthier than Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, I guess. Not that this is a healthy thing. I would thing. like it's to try the honeydew anyway. 
Yeah. You know they have the flavored Tootsie Rolls, which is probably what vanilla, strawberry, and banana taste like, the flavored ones, which are good, too. I love them, and but people there give are them shit no, all the time. Yes, but there are no honeydew flavors, so I think no. it would be cool just to try. I would still try it, because I like these. I like these a lot. Yeah, maybe it's, they don't maybe surprise it's just me a healthier Because it doesn't Tootsie taste like roll. chocolate shake to me. It tastes like Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, I definitely got a Tootsie Roll. Sorry, Milkata. Which, like I said, is good. Like, I'm... I'm down with it because I like Tootsie Rolls, but yeah, I mean, it's not horrible, but I'm just <laughs> saying I expected, I don't know, I just expected shake different. Taste. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get really a shake out of that. I would, I still want to shake. I'm just saying, I like shakes. Yeah, you know, they don't like me, but I like shakes. No, I get enough to stomp the rest of the day, but yes, but I will, <laughs> I will have one every once in a while. I must, I must, because they're so delicious. Amen. Okay, let's just move on over then, past that. Sorry. Bust. Okay. <clears throat> At least it wasn't bad tasting. That's why I say I have a hard time calling it like a bust. I don't want to make it sound like it's a bad thing. No, it I guess tastes just, good. It's just I to me, it's a something roll. so different. Yeah, I got straight tootsie I'm roll. Happy I would think that it. was a tootsie roll. Yeah. What tootsie rolls? Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I'm gonna bust you up with some daylight savings time facts. What do you think? It's stupid. Trav, smile. No. <laughs> I lost sleep this week. I don't like it. <laughs> Daylight savings time is upon us. But here are some facts about it that I'll bet you just never knew. First, it was first suggested suggested just to save money. Like saving money on candles, lantern fuel, Things of that nature. Hmm. So that's the only reason it was even suggested in the first place was saving money. Hence, daylight savings time. You know what I did there? Savings. savings. Cheap asses. Yeah. Anyway, a bug collector was actually the first to come up with this idea and present it. A bug collector? A bug collector. What the fuck is that? The hell is a bug collector? An entomologist, is that what they're called? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Or, yeah. Okay. Anyway, he was the first to come up with it and present it because he liked having more daylight time to collect more bugs, hence to work more. He didn't have friends, did he? I'm thinking no. How many bug collectors you know got lots of friends? None. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But anyway... You can also, blame I him know for your lack of sleep. See what I'm saying? No bug collectors. So, <laughs> it doesn't save energy at all. In fact, air conditioning bills skyrocket. So, yeah, you get more sun, you you, you feel warmer. Right, you instantly do. It's just uh, as the way your brain perceives yeah. it. The state of Arizona is our only state that does not participate in it. Which is weird because the Pueblo Indian tribe yes. that is in Arizona. Which is like half of northern Arizona. Actually participates. Yeah. So it's kind of like a little time warp in Arizona. Let's do the time It is very weird because, and they're, it's not even like a small area. No. The Pueblo Indians, that's like, that's like a, a very large portion of northern Arizona. Yeah, they participate. So it's like an odd, like giant. Arizona doesn't. Part of northern Arizona. So it's kind of weird, kind of freaky. Y'all, Arizonians are freaky. I would be cool with it, but I would always be thrown out. Like, I always think of someone that, what if you live on the border? What if you live in one of those border towns of Arizona? Yeah. That would be 
that would be hard to remember, you know? You'd be like going to a store and it'd be like closed. It closed an hour ago. I'd be like, some bitch. Well, if it closed an hour ago, you're going too late. Well, you're being yeah. one of them assholes. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, candy lobbyists are the people that are responsible for having daylight savings time extended past October. Because at first, it would stop before the end of October, originally. Really? Yes, but in the early 80s, the candy lobbyist wanted to extend it till November, which it now is, simply because Halloween trick-or-treating. So the kids could go out and trick-or-treat, and it would still be light out. Really? Yes. So that's why it's like the first weekend of November. Mm-hmm. That's, that's weird. Yeah, what? I mean, you think it would Daylight have some, like... Daylight saving is the weirdest shit in the world. Yeah, you think it would have some kind of deep meaning, but no, is so trick-or-treaters could still have daylight. I think we would just stop it by now. It's just weird. It is weird. It's very weird. I tried to look up any justifiable reason why, and I couldn't find one, like any real no. fact, like, you know, the earth... I don't... I just couldn't find anything that was, like, scientific about daylight savings time. I could not. Okay, I mean, I always think of it as, like, yeah, it helps the farmers because they need more sunlight and all, but if you just never did daylight saving right. time, you wouldn't have to worry about it because it would already be it would already be there for them, see? The, That's the, what I'm saying. The sun's I not changing how much it's I out. Looked. The sun's going to be out the exact same amount of time no matter what the hell the clock says. I looked, and I could not find, like, any factual scientific reason why this exists. There are some freaks out there, those, uh, what do you call those people that think everything has a back Conspiracy theorists? Conspiracy theorists who think it was created by our government to, you know, do weird tests upon us. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to go on to my second story. <laughs> <laughs> called The Rotten Run. I like it. Uh, I know I said I try to stick to just the facts and not be too one-sided. However, probably going to get a little offense in this one. Just a little fair warning. A self-proclaimed vegan runner from Berkeley, California. I'm staying in California for now. <laughs> received backlash on Saturday. You're probably wondering why, besides the fact that they're self-proclaimed vegan runner. Well, it's because she was asking neighbors to close their windows when they were cooking meat because the smells were overpowering and offensive. I'd be like, bitch, bite me. Why do vegans and vegetarians always have to announce that they're vegans or it's vegetarians? It's not even vegetarians. It's mostly just vegans, I've noticed. Yeah, they, like, have to announce it. I mean, I, I don't go out and say, friends. hello, I'm a carnivore. Thank you. Thank you. So I don't understand why you have to go out and say, I'm a vegan. Because I know a lot of vegetarians that you wouldn't know were vegetarian unless you knew them. Far more of those than I do of the vegans that you wouldn't know. You know what I mean? I, I just, this lady pisses me off. Go <laughs> ahead. I'm sorry. She just does. I hate folks that try to... Just think the whole world exists only for them. And that's what I'm kind of getting the vibe is from her. The rain was posted to at Best Next Door, an account that houses neighborhood drama, pretty much. Uh, when the it showed the runner had requested nearby residents 
to only barbecue vegetables because it's always hard for me this time of year when the weather starts warming up. Several nights a week, I'm out running around dinner time, and when people have their windows open, I can smell what they're cooking. I've noticed a sharp uptick in recent smells of folks cooking meat, and it can be quite overpowering. Quite honestly, I'd be having a freaking barbecue every night if I lived next door to her. Quite honestly, the odor is offensive, and I'm hoping our community can have some empathy for its hashtag plant-based neighbors by closing their windows if they are cooking meat and only putting vegetables on their barbecue. That's her. That's that was her statement. Okay. The only thing I'm getting from it is I'm a bitch. Yeah. Okay. That's her statement. Pretty much. Uh, they didn't want to. They didn't want it to be a stereotype, but suggested that people should join the movement and should do some research on why the odor of cooking animals is offensive. Uh, the post directed the people in the local area. What's up in the neighborhood? One love received backlash on Twitter uh, when they said, "I don't want to be a stereotype." At the end of a multi-paragraph whine about how hard it is to be vegan. This is a performance art. I, I'm so upset with her. I, I'm more upset than I, I need to be right now. Uh, it's she okay. Just, she just irks me. I'm just going to be honest. Irking. There is quite a few people uh, that were on your side, I believe. Um, as a carnivore barbecue chef, it's always hard for me this time of year when weather starts warming up and vegan runners start running by my windows. <laughs> uh, so I'll put, you know what else smells terrible? Runners. Have some respect. Exercise indoor with all the windows locked. <laughs> and another person said they would roast an entire goat right outside just to spite him. Yes, I would. Which I believe is might have been your tweet. Did you did you message I that? May have. Did you reply I back may have. to this? I would roast. Were you on this thread every freaking night? <laughs> Try being a vegan in Texas. My redneck neighbors over the back fence are hunters and have two smokers in their backyard. The whole neighborhood is smoky for weeks on end, and my dog smells like bacon whenever they come in from the backyard. The yeah. vegan user responded, which that is more the vegan user that I think it could, I could be more friends with. Because that person was just like, yeah, we'll try being one in Texas. Because let me tell you this. I'm a vegan. Now my dog smells like bacon two times a year because my hunting <laughs> neighbors smoked three deer. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't like our... Why do people have to close a window for you to run just because you're vegan? It's an odor. There's a lot of odors that I don't like, but I cannot stop. Right. I live like next me to an after area I eat cabbage. with very heavy marijuana use. The odor of marijuana is not pleasant. It is offensive. But it And I live what, next door to stoners. Psych, no I don't. I, I do, but um, <laughs> it is what it is. I don't really give a shit. <laughs> I just, like, I don't know. You know what else is offensive? The fucking farms when they ah, yes, spray shit on. No, you know what's offensive? I'll tell you what's offensive. Skunks, roadkill. Yeah, all that is, too. You got a point. But Half the people that don't if you bathe. live next door to a person who doesn't clean up their yard after their animals... Oh, and the yeah. wind blows. Now that shit's offensive. That's when I'm gonna have to ask you. You either clean this yard up, because <laughs> mm -hmm. that's nasty. Or how about this? I'm not gonna tell my neighbors to close their windows when they start cooking sauerkraut and kimchi. 
Right. Even or Brussels I, sprouts, something that smells. Even a though lot. I find, well, see, I like Brussels sprouts though. I like them too. I'm just kimchi saying and that sauerkraut. Smells. I don't. So I get that smell, and it's just to me, it's horrendous. Like I don't like the taste of it. I don't like the smell of it. Don't but you know it. what? It whoopity fucking do. They're allowed to cook. I used to make pot stickers. One of my favorite thing in the freaking world to eat. My son could never, ever, ever, never stand synth. Speak easy for me to say. Stand the smell of pot stickers. No, I think I they could smell make, He could be gone at work all day. I make him in the early morning. He come home at night and still be like, "You made them damn pot stickers to die." There's something about them. I think that smell is just very poignant. It is strong. I definitely agree with you there. It's definitely a strong, strong smell. But yeah, if you uh, if if you are vegan, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Be vegan. Don't talk to people and tell them to shut their windows because you yeah, can smell what they're cooking. Yeah, don't come into my house and tell me what to do. I don't like that. If it's nice weather, my windows are going to be open. That's damn straight. And now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you something else. My husband loves to barbecue. If it's even a modem of a nice day outside, I can guarantee you he's out there on his grill. Now, see, for me, I will be honest, you probably wouldn't mind walking by my house because 90% of the time when we're cooking, it's pasta. <laughs> That's true. And it's not because my wife or myself are vegetarian <laughs> or vegan or anything. We just really like pasta, so 90% of the meals we make are pasta-based. Every once in a while, we'll cook something else different, like tacos or something, but usually oh, it's pasta. tacos are good. <laughs> All right, we all know what time that is. Time to shut the damn vegans up. Okay. <laughs> I'm cutting the lawn. <laughs> Hope you like the smell of grass. Sorry. Cut your dinner up. I figure we follow up the daylight saving time facts with some St. Patty facts. Hmm. We think we know. So what I mean every... is you just couldn't make up stories for this week, so you just had to go into facts. I like lazy factual work. stories. It's what I like to do. Lazy I do them a work. lot because I like them, especially around the holidays. I like to do facts about particular holidays. Every day is a holiday. Today's uh, the the day we're recording this is National Meatball Day. Okay. Anyway, I have a stupid calendar. That tells me a, a, a new I'm day. I'm actually. Uh, the kind of person that likes to know why. That's why I like doing the fact. It is. It's very Why do we do this? I want to know. I'm like a, a four-year-old that's never actually grown all the way up. No, I'm, I'm very... I still want to know why. Why? I think that's a why good it? thing, though. I do. I Being, think it's uh, You can be overly inquisitive, don't get me wrong. Oh, sure. But I think having a certain sense of wanting to... Wanting the knowledge of understanding mm-hmm. is not a bad thing. Because I don't think that's being overly inquisitive. That's just wanting to yeah, just have wanting the to... understanding of more things. Yeah, you want to know more. It's kind of interesting when you find out, oh, so that's why that is, or that's why that happens. I like it. Anyway, before you drink up your green beer or pinch somebody else and then get smacked for it, listen to these facts about St. Patty's Day. My dog celebrates St. Patty's Day. He just follows around the lawnmower. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> St. Patty's was officially sky blue when it started St. Patrick's Day, the color. Really? Yes. Sky blue until the Irish linked St. Patrick with their independence. It then became green because green is associated with Ireland. That makes sense. Yeah. See, little things. Got to know this stuff. You don't got to know, but you kind of Yeah, you don't. Especially because St. Patrick's Day, I really don't care about 
No, it doesn't do anything for me either. Really I did have my first green beer like two years ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah, only because it was on special. It was uh, right around the time I moved out to PA. And Where we had our bachelor party like two weeks before I moved out to PA because I was getting married soon after I moved out. Mm-hmm. I don't have friends or anything out here at that point. So we had like our – my wife went out with all of her friends. I went out with all of my friends before we left. It's like mm-hmm. a mix of our going away slash bachelor slash bachelorette slash like kind of like a one big – one big thing we one all do together. One big and we went to a the coolest bar I've ever been to in my life, still to this day. It's out in Kansas City. Uh, well, actually, probably the second coolest. There's a really cool one in Milwaukee I went to, but different story. I called Up Down, but they were doing a green beer special for it. It was the week of St. Patrick's Day when I went out. Might have even been St. Patrick's Day when I went out. What place is it that does the Green River that turns the river green? Is that in Chicago? I thought that was. Is that Boston? Maybe it's Boston. One of them. Anyway, I'm not a big St. Patty's Day, but I would like to see that just to see it. I'm not sure. Now you got. I know that too. I should know that. That should yeah, be a very easy fact to know. I don't know why that's slipping my mind right now. I don't know, but I would like to see it, even though I'm not big on. Oh, it would be nifty. Yeah, definitely be nifty it. to see. All right, St. Patrick. Well, he wasn't Irish at all. That I actually did know. Yes, zero that's percentage a, a of him fact is I Irish. Know. Is not. Is just. He's not Irish. He's a wee bit of a man. He, <clears throat> anyway, he introduced Christianity to the Irish, but he was Scottish. And I don't know how to do a Scottish accent. Don't. Just don't even try. I already see where this is going. I see you have that Can't face. Take away my freedom! <laughs> I'll say that Scottish for you right there. You, you had the face that you wanted to try. Just don't. <laughs> don't do I can't stop myself. Okay. It was started purely as a religious holiday. So there was no alcohol. Pubs were made to close down for the day. <laughs> I mean, it was strictly religious. Y'all went to church. Y'all came home, had dinner with the family, had the old reverend over for dinner. Sounds like a poor compared to now. No alcohol. The shamrock is actually a metaphor for the Holy Trinity. Uh-huh. I knew that one. So, but I didn't know if everybody knew that one. Yeah, I heard the three it. leaf clover. But I thought St. Patrick's Day was all about the four leaf clover. Yeah, they made it into that, but it mm. just started out with the three leaf clover was St. Patty's Day, and it was made to stand for the Holy Trinity. Okay. So you know. Anyway, and, and finally, now bars use it everywhere, which is kind of ironic. Yeah. <laughs> finally, the most important fact about St. Patty's Day: thirteen million pints. Of Guinness is consumed on St. Patty's Day every year. That's crazy. And America spends over $6 billion in pubs on St. Patty's Day. Most busiest day of the year for the pubs. No. I think, isn't the busiest bar day of the year for, uh, or like busiest bar day of the year, the, it's like the day before Thanksgiving because everybody's with fans, like it's a very heavy bar night i read that it was saint patty's day i believe i i haven't looked at these just things i've heard like i wonder i mean i'm not saying i i i know why guinness is associated with saint patty's day i get that but isn't you can't tell me that ireland doesn't make any other beer besides guinness not that's exported really that's really i mean i'm sure there is Mm -hmm. but the only big export alcohol like beer wise is guinness it's the only real big beer that's See, exported from Ireland. I'm not a big Ireland. beer person, so is Guinness a good beer? Or? I mean, it depends on what you like. It's okay. a very strong stout. Got it. It is a very dark beer. It's very heavy. 
Like I probably it's, would not. It's like considered. It I think they're called like they they're called like dessert beers. They're you know it's it, it's like a meat. It's not. Got it. Not like a light beer where you could just pound them back and not even know you're drinking them. Got it. Got that it. one's gonna fill you up. You're. It's it's so heavy. Solo cup. Yeah. You up. Sure. Let's have a party. If I'm gonna go with Irish drinking, I'm just gonna go with like Jameson. Okay. I so. did. I I'm not a beer drinker, so I don't no, know it's, what Guinness tastes like. I'm not a big stout person because they fill me up too much. And usually when I drink a beer, I usually like it after dinner. Uh, and gotcha. for me, it, that's too much because I'm too full if right. I drink a stout. I get that. So that's honestly the biggest reason why I don't drink them that much. But as far as stouts go, it does have a good taste. Like Guinness tastes very good. I like the taste. I just don't like stouts. <laughs> Got it. Makes sense. Well, I am going to, you know, I'm actually correlating a lot with you this week, which is really weird. For my last <laughs> clip, I'm going to stick with alcohol. All right. Uh, we're gonna it's go a party. Water into wine. Oh, yes. Now we're talking. See, wine I like. I ain't a beer drinker, but I do love me some wine. Well, the residents wow. of this small Italian village yeah, buddy. witnessed an absolute miracle the other day. Amen, brothers and sisters. They turned on their tap to wash dishes, wash their hands, anything like that, to see Lambrusco sparkling red wine coming out instead of water. Oh, raise your praise hands, baby. And before any question arises, no, Jesus Christ was not at the center of this one. Uh, it was only for a little bit, but the residence is one quaint little village near I Medina. I so would have filled up my bathtub really quick. In Italy's northern uh, Emilian Romagnana region. Vermont, I don't fucking know. In northern Italy, their <laughs> dreams definitely came true this day. Uh, as with most things like this, it was short-lived, like I mentioned, but it was something that nobody will ever forget there, they said. Hell yeah! Now, see, what happened is the winery had uh, kind of, like, cocked up and ended up pumping a load of wine into the lo uh, local water system. So, for a brief time, in between those cycles... That meant your water was sparkling red wine. Damn, <laughs> yes. Hell now, yeah. Now, it may not be the best for necessarily taking a shower or anything or washing dishes. However, uh, it was great if you like wine. The bizarre occurrence uh, affected people living wine. in the Castle of Vetro area and was, and was consequence of a technical fault of the nearby winery. One of the silos that the wine was stored in started leaking into the water pipes, which is where it all kind of happened and began at. Uh, the water board sent out technicians as quickly as possible to stop the quote-unquote problem, if you want to call it that. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, it's a problem. However, residents had bottled up as much of the precious liquid as they possibly could to enjoy later at lunch or dinner or Along with any Hell other thing, yeah. they decided to have that my bathtub. Oh, yeah. Believe me, people were running with bottles to fill it up, you know, as much as they could before it went away. Hurry, honey. Put the plug in the bathtub. The local council did issue an apology uh, to the affected residents. Um, but a lot of folks, quite rightly, I guess, in a way, but also kind of just like, why are you bitching? Because it's a cool-ass thing that happened. Uh, complained about the potential safety of their water supply due to most of the complaints were uh, related to the fact of how they managed to get the problem sorted out so quickly. Uh, if something that big happened, how did you so quickly fix it? That's a little frightening. That is a little so, scared, yeah. I get 
there might be some but some you meat say to it's your a argument. Small town, so it's probably easier to control the the water. I would think. That's why I, I said. That's why I said I kind of get their their argument too of their complaint of okay, but why was that? It's a little weird, a little that, freakish. How'd you fix this so quickly? It's just fine. Is is our water safe? Like, but I'd I can be see wine your... drunk, so I wouldn't give a shit. Also true. Uh, <laughs> the wine itself, it's a distinctive fizzy red that's been around, according to the archaeological evidence, since uh, a period some two thousand or more years ago. Oh. Um, and it's not a super popular like exported wine because mm-hmm. it is just small and it's not not always the best tasting i guess so it's because it is a very old recipe and you know just it's not it's not a popular abroad wine that you're going to hear and pick up at your local store or wherever you're at um but in the area it's extremely popular it's something that's you know they're really proud of is their their, their little claim yeah, their, their little, little claim that's to, ours yes i like it now uh, i want to try it exactly <laughs> um it's also regarded uh, it's something that's known as the Nomination de Origion Controllata. It's like a specialty thing that they get like an extra stamp on their wine bottle. That means it can only be made and labeled if it's done in like a very specific spot. Ah, okay. So okay. it needs like a lot of like extra standards to get mm-hmm. one little sticker saying it is produced in one of these few areas. Here, that, only here. Yeah, Italy only issues those stamps out to certain little places that have to meet a, a lot of like location things. I have a wine tasting party coming up, and one of the bottles, not going to say which one, one of the bottles of wine has a stamp on it to say that it is from a particular place. Really? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that was my last clip. Uh, I wanted to end on a note where dreams can come true. Yeah, I because, would love that. Let's be honest. That's what that is, right? Turning water into wine, I think, is a dream come true. Hell yes. <laughs> uh, I don't have anything else for you this week. Do you have anything else at all? Uh, no, just if uh, you're listening, my little local water company. And you want to make wine come out of Must Picket? Go for it. Riesling's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. But I'll take just about anything. Yeah, I just don't like anything too dry. Some people like extra dry. You know, if we could just It's free that. wine. All right, you got a good point. Bring it on. If I drink a couple glasses of it, I'm going to like whatever the hell else there is. I'll be happy enough that... Give me a good Moscato, players. Yeah. Yes, I know. It's a cheap bitch wine. Well, what do you think I am? Well, that's the bitch part, right? Yeah, there you go. I don't know about the cheap. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you so much for listening yes, in this yes. week. I hope you enjoyed those stories. Uh, let us know what you thought of the stories. Uh, yes. I think we definitely hit quite a few ends of the spectrum today. Yeah, we did. If you don't like my fact stories, let me... No. Please, maybe they will calm down. I won't stop them, but you can let me know. <laughs> uh, let us know what you think. I mean, we've been through the, the decade of the, the 80s now. Mm-hmm. Out of all those top picks, what do you think should have been the top song overall of the 80s? You know what I'm saying, so let's I just did. <laughs> just did 10 weeks of this. So what do you think was that top song in the 80s? Let us know what you think of yes. uh, the stories. Uh, do you agree, disagree, anything like that? Maybe we missed something in one of the stories that you were like, oh, I heard about this. Did you know X, Y, Z? Let us know. Yes. Hit us up. Make yes. sure you're talking to us. Be in those wonderfully communi- 
communicating kinfolk that aren't stabbing each other in the butt, please. Uh, leave all of that semen to, where was that, New Jersey or something? No, that wasn't New Jersey, was it? Where was that guy at? I can't remember where the stabbing in the no, butt guy was. I couldn't it? remember where the he guy who Florida. injected himself in the back was either. Uh, that's also true. I just remember the stories because they... How about we just quit putting freaking semen in a syringe? What about that? Okay, I thought you were going to say in us. And I'm like, I don't want to do that because, I mean, putting semen in some people is kind of fun. <laughs> I'm just just going to go. keep your cock juice to yourself. That's all I'm saying. Cock juice? Can we not call it cock juice? <laughs> okay. You call it what you want. I'm just saying. <laughs> I would much rather just go straight medical terms than have to say cock juice ever again in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you if you have held on this long. Make sure you do give us those, that rating, comment, talk yes, to us, everything like that. Uh, we can't wait. We will he see you again, same place, same time, next week for episode number 90. We're going to hit into the best decade in the world. I'm excited. I'm stoked. We just passed the best decade. Oh, yes, but 90s is now my time to shine. I love my 90s. Uh, just as we do like to end every episode, spay and new to your pets. And some of those relatives. Like, if you're going to ask people to shut a window so you can run, first of all, stop running. Inject her with some cock juice. Why are you... Why are we done?